Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I really appreciate all of you for being a part of this podcast. Let me tell you, I am so encouraged by so many of you who support us and who share this podcast. We're on a mission to reach a million people. You can help us as we are getting closer and closer because you're sharing this podcast. So whatever platform you are listening to this, share it with somebody else. It will bless me to know that. This is the place where leaders are empowered and strengthened through different strategies we share, exposing you to some of the greatest processes and thought leaders we bring in from time to time. We believe that leader language matters. So I want to thank you. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. That's the place where you can connect with me, Joseph Walker 3. Do that. It really would bless me to connect with you. That's Joseph Walker, the number three. Go to my website, josephwalker3.org for our books, more information and resources. That will be a blessing to you and to yours. So today, we're going to talk about something that I believe is so important. What does it mean to focus on your mission? Let's let that sink in for a second. What's your mission? What is the end game? You get up every day, go to work. What are you trying to accomplish? What is the mission? Not, not so much the daily objective, but the daily objective is only a part of a larger mission. What are you trying to accomplish? What's the big idea? And a part of that is some principles I'm going to share with you today because you can't focus on it until you really are clear about what it is. So let me see if I can make this make sense for you. A mission is what undergirds a vision. Vision, as you know, is the guiding principle. It is what the scripture says, without it, the people perish, without vision, right? So that's the guiding principle. The mission then becomes the highway to the destination. You get it? The mission is the highway to the destination. The vision is the destination, but the mission is the highway. The method is the vehicle that you use on the highway. Okay, I think you're getting it now. Method can change, but the interstate won't. (laughs) Get it? And the destination won't. There may be minor redactions in the mission and minor redactions in the destination. How does that work? Do entire cities just go away? No which means the vision is never going to go away because that's the vision. The only thing that's going to happen between, say, for example, Nashville and Atlanta is that Atlanta might get bigger. So the vision expands. Now you say, well, then what about the mission? Will the interstate between Nashville and Atlanta change? Well, if it does, it will be expansion. (laughs) More lanes. You get it? But it will still be concretely, no pun intended, the interstate. 
The only thing that can change is the method. And should from time to time, the method by which I get there. So when I'm thinking about the mission, the path toward the destination, I have to ask a question. Here's the first principle. What is your why? Get up every day. You go do this. Got this vision. But the mission is about what's my why. When I'm on the interstate, I'm using this analogy for a reason. I'm asking myself, why am I going to Atlanta? <laughs> why am I going to this place? Why am I grinding? Why am I working? Is it for the check? If that's the end game for you, then that is very limited in scope to a larger picture of what I believe leaders should be after. Your why is what causes you to endure the traffic jams, the detours, the frustrations, etc. Your why is what drives you past all of the different challenges that will occur while you're headed for the manifestation of vision. The why is what gets you up, motivates you from internal rather than external forces. So the question you have to reconcile is what is your why? What are you trying to impact? Are you trying to be an agent of change, transformational leader? If you get clear about your why, then the method will be easier aligned with the mission to accomplish the vision. Number two, if you focus on the mission, you will always eliminate distractions. What hinders so many people is you get distracted, distracted by so many different things, distracted by what others are doing, distracted by adversity, distracted by the lack of personal discipline in your own life. As a leader, you have got to realize something. If you're going to focus on mission, you can't be worried about what's happening in somebody else's life. The most effective thing you could do is have clear and sharp vision focused on what you are called to do. <laughs> you spend all your time on the interstate looking at other cars, looking at your cell phone, you are distracted. You end up wrecking. As a leader, you don't want to wreck before you get to your destination. But here's a big one. Number three, I want you to learn to connect at the core. What do you mean by that? You allow people to connect with you because they share the same core values with you. There are a lot of talented people out there. There are a lot of people who are gifted in certain areas but they don't share the core value. And so often people connect with your business, your organization, but don't have the same core value. And because of that, that means that their agenda is completely different than yours. When your mission is clear and you understand that without distraction, everybody is aligned with the same core values that you have. We see this in models like Chick-fil-A, Enterprise Runner Car, we see people working at various levels in those organizations, but there's a sense of core values that separates those businesses from others. Hospitality is a core value, the customer service. It's a core value to the mission. So when you think about that, you can have good people who are not good for your organization because they don't connect at the core. 
part of people connecting at the core is really knowing who you are and why you do what you do. And people understand your why, not your what. Remember, people from the outside look at what you do. People from the inside know why you do it. <laughs> so the challenge now is getting people to the outside to understand why you do it and getting people from the inside to understand what you're doing. That's the challenge, right? And the beauty of that is, is when people are connected to the core value of who you are, they will do what they're supposed to do even if they don't understand it because they are tied to the mission. Because the mission says, this is why we do what we do. Now, I think also what is key here, I think it goes without saying, is that there has to be what I want to consider a collaboration without compromise. Can you collaborate with other people without compromising the integrity of your mission? There are people that come alongside you that want to give you great advice and you can take it with the, you know, a grain of salt. Because sometimes people want to redact your mission so that it fits in their mind, or fits in their plan for what they want to do. But you have to be willing to say, I'm willing to collaborate, I'm willing to work with you, I'm willing to make some things happen positive, but I cannot compromise my mission. So that means when people come alongside you and want to partner, they have to own the fact that you are who you are, that your mission is driven by certain core values, pushing you toward a larger vision. This is how you know you're moving in the right direction. I believe in the spirit of collaboration. I talk about it in my book, No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution. That no longer should we be focused on hierarchical models of leadership where it's just top, bottom, bottom, top, or isolationalists where people are just thinking that they don't need a team, they work by themselves, they do it and just micromanage and then send things to the team after the fact, which creates a level of frustration and even fatigue among team members. But it's something that when people are at the table with you in the embryonic stages of the development of vision, and when people are partnering with you who have great ideas to share, allow those ideas to come forward, but learn to do it without compromise. That's what makes it amazing. When you can do that without compromise, it is a huge, huge thing. Now, one of the things you have to understand, and I want you to hear this, whenever you are trying to fulfill mission and focus on it, Expect conflict. You cannot be naive and think that you're going to fulfill this mission, bring to pass this vision, and not have opposition. It's going to come on every hand, every side. It's going to threaten everything you worked hard to do. But you have to keep reminding yourself that this is all confirmation that I am doing what I'm supposed to do. Expect it. Expect it. Jesus tells his disciples early in the mission to expect it. In this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, he says, I've already overcome it. So you cannot go through life as if though everybody's going to come alongside you and support you and be happy about how you're trying to move the needle, how you're trying to develop something that's going to bless the community. You got to be willing to expect conflict. But I want you to understand something. Use your conflict as an opportunity for confirmation that what you are doing it's absolutely aligned with the God-given vision that you've been handed. This is a big deal. 
And also, I think it's important to know that manifestation is a marathon. It is not going to happen overnight. People are under the illusion that just because they have a vision, just because they are pushing the mission, that all of a sudden it's just supposed to happen, abracadabra. But you have to understand that this is a marathon, not a sprint. I learned this on so many occasions that most of the things that I see happening in real time that are just extraordinary, out of the box, that those things have been developing in developmental stages for years because manifestation takes time because there's so many elements that have to be checked, so many boxes that have to be checked before the thing happens so that you don't create further issues up the road. This is what's so important. As a leader, you have to be patient. You have to know what the Bible says about vision. It is for an appointed time. You get that? It's for an appointed time. When I understand what that appointed time looks like, it allows me to walk it out in a way that absolutely brings glory to God. I hope that you're hearing me. I hope you are hearing me loud and clear. This is how vision manifests. And for us who are children of God, we've got to be clear that we are walking in vision, in our mission, knowing that this will take time. Now listen carefully. Before I get to this last principle, I want you to think, what is your why? Write it down. What is it that motivates you? What gets you up in the morning? What allows you to push? What distractions do you need to eliminate in your life? What things in your life that need to be taken away because they're in the way of the manifestation of what you're trying to do? Are the people you're collaborating with connected to you at the core? And can you connect with them without compromise? Do the people believe in you and believe in your mission rather than trying to bring their mission and hijack yours? Can you expect conflict? Don't be naive. Is it happening? Then it's confirmation that this is something you're called to do in this season. Manifestation is not a sprint. It may take a little while. And the Bible says, though it tarry, it will surely come. Some of you may be in the tarrying stage. You may feel like it's going to take forever, but you have to trust the process. It's nothing that God gives to you that will not come to fruition as long as you trust him, as long as you continue to do what you are called to do. And number seven is the resilience that produces the reward. There's something to be said about people who endure hardness, like a good soldier. People that are just incredibly resilient and continue to push forward and overcome. I, I am so fascinated by some of the people I mentor. Some of them are athletes, and I, I'm, I'm fascinated by their testimonies of resilience and how they overcome so much rejection, overcome so many setbacks. But they are such good people determined to do extraordinary things beyond the average person. And as a consequence, there's reward on the backside of their resilience. Like for you, there is reward on the backside of your resilience. If you will just persevere, if you will just hold out, continue to trust the process, 
not be anxious, but believe that what is happening in you, it'll happen. It will come to pass. Philippians 1 and 6 says, the thing that God began in you or started in you, he will perform unto the day of Jesus Christ. Your mission is so critical that you cannot forsake it. You cannot walk away from it. You have to continue to trust God through this process. That's why you're listening today. Because some of you know your mission is powerful. And you understand now more than ever how to focus on it. With all the different things that are coming at you at one time and distracting you, you've got mission. You got a mission to accomplish. You know what happens when you persevere, you're resilient. You know what often the two words you can't wait to hear? Mission accomplished. That's how we know. So I want you to know today, I believe in you. I believe in your ability to accomplish the very mission and dream that God has for your life. I want you to know, if you follow these principles, you stay true to each one of them, something amazing, something extraordinary is going to happen in your life. Listen, the mission is real. Get in your car and you drive down the interstate, going toward a specific destination. You trust that between the place of origination and destination, that you know God will guide you and instruct you on the way you should go. <sighs> I cannot thank you enough. I can't thank you enough for being a part of Next Level Leader Podcast. I can't thank you enough for being able to share with me today. And I want you to know how much I appreciate you, how much I value you, how much I thank God for you. Listen, make sure you share this podcast. If it's blessed you, and I know it has, if something that was said that blessed you, I want you to share it with someone else. I want you to know God is talking to all of us. I want to thank you so much. I want to give God glory for you. You are a leader, not just a leader, but you are a next level leader. Make sure you follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram, josephwalker3.org. Get my books and all that. Y'all, let's stay connected. I appreciate you. Go after the mission. Keep grinding. Keep trusting. And know the best is yet to come. May God bless you. And may God keep you. As always, that's my prayer. I'm Joseph Walker III. Be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3 I look forward to connecting.